want to protect your business? The time is near. You've given it heart. Now, get it in gear. It's Passage to Profit with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. I'm Richard Gearhart, founder of Gearhart Law, a full-service intellectual property law firm specializing in patents, trademarks, and copyrights. And I'm Elizabeth Gearhart, not an attorney, but I work at Gearhart Law doing the marketing and I have my own startups. Welcome to Passage to Profit, everyone. The road to entrepreneurship where we talk with startups, small businesses, and discuss the intellectual property that helps them flourish. Sonia Satra has been a TV actress on Guiding Light and One Life to Live, and we all know those names. And now she's also a fitness thought leader and author. She has a new book out that's called What If It Were Easy? That's a great question to ask, what if it were easy? And so tell us a little bit about the book. I know that you have a special term that you're using for it called modicize. Did I say that correctly? You did. That was good. All right. And so... Tell us about modicizing and your book. Modicize is really a hybrid of coaching and exercise. And it's, gosh, it's had a bit of an evolution from my acting days all the way to the original time I came up with it was at the gym. I was on a treadmill and I was just running. And, you know, they've got the big giant TVs playing lots of news and negative stories. And I was like, wow, this doesn't seem like a great thing to be doing while I'm working out. It's really bringing me down. And I thought, wouldn't it be great to just have a vision board or to be doing something to use all these mindset tools that I had used in the past? I knew they were effective, but it wasn't necessarily doing all of the time. And that was the beginning of, wouldn't it be cool if I could just be efficient and effective? I was a new mom, you know, looking to save time. I could do exercise and mindset all at the same time. And that was really the day I came up with Modicize, originally motivational exercise. Now I really look at it more as manifestation through movement because it's quite amazing the things that come up. Uh, for people during classes and even right after classes or coaching sessions. I think there's really something to this. In fact, full disclosure here, we were talking before the show. I already signed up for a session. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to walk while we do it. And I do think that it is important when you're moving, especially I've heard this from different sources, what goes into your brain while you're moving? Well, there's a lot that happens in your brain and your body. People often refer to the endorphins, right? We know all those good feeling chemicals, the adrenaline, the serotonin, the dopamine, all those feel good things. But there's also, we now know, growth that happens. So something called BDNF is released and that creates new brain cells. So there's actually a whole new growth process happening. And when you connect it to emotion, you can actually create new neural pathways. Thoughts are like paths, right? If you're on a path and the one that most people walk is going to be tramped down. But if you're trying to start something new, create new habits, you know, it's a little more like bushwhacking. So we (laughs) need to tramp down that one. So that becomes the new neural pathway. And that's a lot of what's happening in this movement because your brain is open. It's more creative. It's more focused. You can make better decisions. It taps the motivation center of your brain. So all of this is happening. And it's also more susceptible because it's quite open to what's coming in. So it is a good time to really think about things or to focus on something that's more positive as opposed to being bombarded with negative thoughts. I do wholeheartedly feel like 
when you're doing movement, whatever you're thinking about or doing goes deeper into your brain. Like I've heard that so many times. And I have to say, I was a good student in school and I got pretty good grades, but I would take notes with my hand during every class, like copious amounts of notes. And that really helped me learn the material. There's a lot of science behind that, taking notes. And I do think there is something about the physicality of it. And, you know, we really are designed to move. And therefore, every system in our body has a reward system for it. And so that's part of your brain, your nervous system. It locks in muscle memory and thoughts. And and so we want to try to shift and lock in positive thoughts and nervous system things. Your immune system is up. It's huge for mental health. I mean, the studies around walking or exercising to depression, there are some countries, even New Zealand and Australia, who go so far as to say that you might be depressed because you're not moving. (laughs) And they will make exercise be the first line of defense before they'll hand out medication. So I'm not suggesting, I'm not a doctor, you should get off medication if you're on it. Just if you do struggle with anxiety or depression, definitely adding movement will help. So we have time for one more question before we go to break, but I know Kenya's got to have a comment here. Yeah, I was just curious, what is the content like? And like, do you have you always had a fitness background? So I would say I started mindset first. I always worked out. I was very active in fitness, but once I came up with this idea, I you know got all the certifications for the fitness and combined the two. But I think it was driven by the mindset first because I was really looking at this to propel my mindset and to help achieve goals. Our special guest, Sonia Satra, who is talking about Modicize, and she's got a brand new book, What If It Were Easy? Passage to Profit with Richard and Elizabeth Gerhardt. We'll be right back after this. I'm Richard Gerhardt, founder of Gerhardt Law. We specialize in patents, trademarks, and copyrights. You can find out more at learnmoreabouttrademarks.com. We love working with entrepreneurs and helping their businesses grow. And here is our client, Ricky, to tell it like it is. Hi, I'm Ricky Frango, founder and CEO of Prime6. We manufacture high-performing, clean, and sustainable fuels like charcoal and logs. We've been working with Gerhardt Law since the beginning, really, and they've helped us figure out the trademarks, the patents, everything that has to do with product development and how to protect our inventions. And we're extremely grateful for the wonderful team that has been supporting our business since day one. Thank you, Ricky. To learn more about trademarks, go to learnmoreabouttrademarks.com and download our free Entrepreneur's Guide to Trademarks or book a free consultation with me to discuss your patent and trademark needs. That's learnmoreabouttrademarks.com for your free booklet about trademarks and a free consultation. Now back to Passage to Profit. Once again, Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. Our special guest, Sonia Satra, who is talking about Modicize, and she's got a brand new book, What If It Were Easy? What If It Were Easy is really teaching the concept of Modicize. So it's telling people, it it guides them through that step-by-step process. And in the book, I do what I call a Modi Minute. So it's one exercise with one mindset, just to give people a taste of what that's like. And there are videos, so you can QR code to the actual live video and try it out. (laughs) Um, So it takes you through that step-by-step process around a goal. And it's any goal. It doesn't have to be a fitness goal. It's a lot of people use it for business, for relationships. And then the second half of the book is kind of the superpowers that you need to achieve a goal. So things like courage or persistence or patience or maybe a little daring. That also has a Modi Minute and also lots of coaching and tips and tricks on how you can achieve that. 
So is that like a visualization where you're visualizing yourself or are you repeating phrases that are optimized for improving what you want to improve? So it's really a combination of all of them. So I always look at it as three major tools that are in here. So the first is visualization, which is super powerful. So really visualizing yourself achieving the goal. We do the old be, do, have, right? Step into what does that look like? What does it feel like? Allow yourself to dream because so often that's hard for people. It's like you put on the the brakes before you even get started. And so it's just a process. That's also where what if it were easy started to come, but I can circle back to that. So we open that up and you visualize what that feels like. Then we step back into what do you have? It's one of my favorite questions because I find when you have a challenge or a goal or something that feels hard, people always look at all of the things they don't have, right? All of the challenges. I don't have time. I don't have money. I don't have this. I don't have that. I'm not good enough. All of that stuff. And then we'll go to what do you need? What's stopping you? We'll burn a little of that. And we'll look at action steps and we'll visualize ourselves taking those action steps. That is so powerful because we don't know what we have. We don't. And we don't know what we know that other people maybe want to know. No, I was at a meeting and I mentioned this show and somebody asked me, I want to pick your brain on how to start a podcast. I was like, I'm not sure I'm the expert. And someone said, are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) You do two of them. You know a lot. Right. Right. So I'm giving a presentation on it at the same meeting. And I didn't even know I knew that. Right. So I think that's really powerful what you're doing. Yeah. It's so that's the one question I think people totally jump over and it changes everything because we'll go to try to come up with action items from a place of lack of feeling like I'm not quite there. I don't have what I need. I'm not in the position or I'm not good enough or I don't know anything. Right. When you know a ton of things. So when you actually look at what you know, it opens up the world. And it will open up ideas, it opens up energy, it opens up a lot. And so that's a really important part of the process. So it's using questions like those. Questions are great because our brains are sort of like Google. It will answer pretty much what we ask. So if we ask, why am I not getting anything done? Or why do I suck at this? You know, it will answer. It's going to go through the recesses of your brain and figure it out for you. But if you ask, how can I do this? Or what's one thing that I can do to make this happen? Then all of a sudden it starts finding those answers too. So the powerful questions, the visualization, and then we do some affirmations too, which I like to put to boxing because I love boxing. (laughs) Sonia, I have a question. When I work out occasionally, uh, my mind wanders, right? And so I'm not sure I can stay focused while I'm working out, especially if there's music or some, I'm trying to count sit-ups or whatever. How do you handle those situations? That's why it helps to have somebody guide you. It really makes a difference. So whether it's a class situation or a one-on-one situation, it really does. Because our minds naturally wander. It's what they do. And so this is just helping to pull it back. Once you get used to the process and you know it really well, it's easier to slip into. People, clients I've had who've done it for a long time, they know it. They go right into it. But in the beginning, it does help to have somebody guide you. And to pull out those pieces, too, because sometimes you'll be asked, what do you have? And you're like, uh, mm, uh, <laughs> you know, right? And I'm like, I know you've got something. 
<laughs> so the name of the book is What If It Were Easy? And how did you come up with the title? So just as I had become a coach, my husband was a television producer and he had what they call a first look deal. And so he was basically paid for ideas. And we were living here and the company that had hired him called him back to L.A. And we figured it was a formality. He was going to go sign the next deal. We just had a baby. So we went to L.A. to sign this new contract. I'm sitting at the bottom of a parking garage in Sunset Boulevard with the baby sleeping. And he comes out and he's white. I was like, what happened? He's like, I was fired. <laughs> I'm like, mm. oh, no. I can't. It was just unimaginable that that was going to happen. He's just like, what are we going to do? We just had a new baby. We got this in New York. We got blah, 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 blah. It's impossible. And we started brainstorming from a place of lack of like, oh my gosh, panic, not a good resourceful place. You could do this or this or this. And he's like, no, I can't. It's impossible. And he had this idea that a million dollars somehow was going to set him free. And so he's like, it's impossible to earn a million dollars in this business. And I was like, well, somebody's done it. So it's not impossible. And he's like, no, it's impossible. This is a disaster. What are we going to do? My new coaching brain was like, uh, well, what if it were easy? And he just looked at me like, you know, it's not easy. You know, you're in this business. And I was like, but what if it were easy? What would you do? And then he kind of stopped. He's like, well, if it were easy, I'd start my own company. And that had not been any of the things on our brainstorming list. And I was like, really? So then we started to figure that out. Next day, he started a company. One year later... He made a million dollars. What a great story. I love that. That's amazing. What if it were easy? You just don't know. It opens up. It gives you permission to really go for what you want. I love that because I guess when I was first saw the title, I thought, well, we're going to make all of these things easy for you. But it's really a mindset. It's, it's really a way of looking at things and removing barriers to where you want to go and what you want to be. It's so true. So in terms of like the transformation process of like the people and the folks that you work with through your program, what has that been like? And is there like any case studies you can share on like what successes look like for some of the folks that you've worked with? Sure. So I, I actually do work with a lot of entrepreneurs. I love working with entrepreneurs because I think everything impacts. It's a lifestyle, really, right? So everything, your health, your relationships, your work. And so I think they gravitate very much to this kind of a process, knowing that everything impacts everything. And within that, well, one, my husband did become one of my first best clients, and he ended up selling his company for eight figures, and he does Modicize every day. Um, But I've also had other clients come up with brand new business ideas, other brand new business strategies that they've implemented that has made them easily six figures. I've had people, I was telling you, even that's when it started with the manifestation. Somebody walked out of a conference where I was doing Modicize and they were like, I got a client five minutes after I left. I can't believe it. You know, <laughs> And so increase of clients. And then on the other side, I've had people on health things. I, I had a client who lost 300 pounds. That was a lot. Start businesses also deal with chronic illnesses and overcome some of the things that stop them in that and pursue what they really wanted. Fall in love, find love, fix relationships, fix family relationships. So that's great. Yeah, there's kind of been a lot. 
actually. And I really love how you're doing two positive things at once, right? You're exercising right. your body and exercising your mind, right? And exactly. normally we just do one at a time, right? So right. it seems like it's super efficient. How long does a, a workout typically take? I think a sweet spot is somewhere between 45 minutes to an hour. It depends a little on what you're doing too. If you're doing a a cardio or a spin or something like that, an hour is probably sufficient. If you're walking, sometimes you can go a little more. It's amazing, though. This was a byproduct I didn't expect was people who don't like exercise actually come and say they like it because they're not thinking about reps or how much longer they have to do it. They're thinking about something that they really love. So the mindset is feeding the body. The body is feeding the mind. And it really energizes you in a kind of unexpected but very excellent way. I agree with what you're saying in that in the past I've worked with trainers and part of their tricks are to talk to you while you're working out. So you're not actually thinking about what you're doing. You're listening to them uh-huh. and all of a sudden you're done with the set and you're like, well, that went fast, right? Whereas if you're struggling through it yourself, it's a whole different story. Exactly. Like, oh, another, you know, <laughs> and, that's exactly. and I always say you feel what you focus on. Right. So if you're focusing on how much you hate lifting or how many more reps you have, you're going to feel more tired. There's a great study actually with cyclists. I love this one. Uh, It was they took uh, pro cyclists and they had them cycle to capacity and then they had them come back. They rested, came back and did it again. Only this time they did positive self-talk and affirmations and they went 18 percent further Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. much. That's a lot. That's a significant amount just by shifting your mindset. Yeah, you move your mind, you move your life. Because it does tap some of the motivation center and because you start to get in true alignment, things do tend to happen faster. Does that mean it's a straight line to nirvana? Probably not, <laughs> right? We all have our, our little obstacles, but I find that the obstacles become shorter and you get through them much, much faster and much easier. So do people typically continue working with you for a long time because they're finding new stuff all the time? I I do, actually, yeah. Our special guest, Sonia Satra, who is talking about Modisize, and she's got a brand new book, What If It Were Easy? Where can people find your book, and where can they find out more about Modisizing? SoniaSatra.com. If you want to get the book, you could go to WhatIfItWereEasy.com. It's also available at bookstores, and I'm also on social media. That's great. Well, thanks for joining us. We'll be back with more Passage to Profit right after this. Before we go, I'd like to thank the Passage to Profit team, Noah Fleischman, our producer, Alicia Morrissey, our program director. Our podcast can be found tomorrow anywhere you find your podcast. Just look for the Passage to Profit show. And don't forget to like us on Facebook and Instagram. And remember, while the information on this program is believed to be correct, never take a legal step without checking with your legal professional first. Gerhardt Law is here for your patent, trademark, and copyright needs. You can find us at Gerhardt law.com and contact us for a free consultation. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back next week.